Hey everyone this is Pragati in today's session I'm going to discuss about lochia lochia it is a vegetable discharge for the first fortnight during puberium there is nothing but after birth the discharge originates from the uterine body cervix and vagina the order and reaction of lochia or it has got a peculiar offensive fishy smell its reaction is alkaline tending to become acid towards the end okay now the lochia can be classified based upon the color first one is lochia rubra which is red color that is about 1 to 4 days lochia cerosa that is 5 to 9 days the color is yellowish or pink or pale brownish and then the last is lochia alba which is pale white that takes place about 10 to 15 days the amount of lochia for the first 5 to 6 days is estimated to be 250 ml The normal duration of lochia may extend up to 3 weeks. The clinical aspects of lochia are persistence of red lochia means subinvolution, offensive lochia means infection, and third one is in severe infection with septicemia, lochia is scanty and not offensive. The period of time the lochia can last varies although it averages approximately 5 weeks. Thank you. This is Pragati. In today's session, we are going to see about the functions of placenta. Let's see the definition of placenta. The placenta is an organ where the nutrient and gas exchange between the fetus and the mother. The parts of placenta derive from maternal part and fetal part. The maternal part derives from the decidua basalis, and the fetal part develops from the trophoblast. Now, let's see the functions of the placenta. first one is transport second one is respiratory third one is nutrient function fourth one is hormone production fifth one is storage and the last one is barrier function here the molecular has apparel syphilis and toxoplasma are present the functions of placenta Placenta performs the functions of digestive system, respiratory system and kidney for the fetus. Nutrition and oxygen move to the fetus from maternal blood across the placental barrier. The applied functions of placenta are many drugs, chemical agents and microorganisms can cross the placental barrier and harm the fetus. That is especially aspirin, alcohol and cigarette smoking. There is a history of baby born without limbs due to exposure to thalidomide or tranquilizer which was prescribed for pregnant women the other functions of placenta are organ of exchange between maternal and fetal blood access transient complex endocrine organ that secrete essential pregnancy hormones such as human chorionic gonadotropin that is hcg The second one is estrogen, third one is progesterone and the fourth one is human chorionic somatotrophin. Let's see the functions of placental hormones. The first hormone is human chorionic gonadotrophin. It maintains the corpus luteum of the pregnancy, stimulates secretion of testosterone by the developing testes in XY embryos. The second one is estrogen it also secreted by the corpus luteum of the pregnancy it stimulates 
growth of the myometrium increasing uterine strength for the parturition it helps to prepare the mammary gland for the lactation the third one is progesterone also secreted by the corpus luteum of the pregnancy it suppresses the uterine contraction to provide a quiet environment for the uterus it promotes formation of the cervical mucus plug to prevent uterine contamination and helps to prepare the mammary gland for lactation the fourth one is human chorionic somatomammotrophin it has a structure similar to that of both growth hormone and prolactin it reduces maternal use of glucose and promotes a breakdown of stored fat that is similar to that of growth hormone so that greater quantities of the glucose and free fatty acids may be shunted to the fetus it helps to prepare the mammary gland for the lactation that is similar to that of prolactin and the fifth one is relaxin also secreted by the corpus luteum of the pregnancy it softens the cervix in preparation of the cervical dilatation and parturition it loosens the connective tissues between the pelvic bones in the preparation for parturition the last one is placental pthrp that is nothing but parathyroid hormone related peptide it increases the maternal plasma that is ca2 plus level nothing but calcium for use in calcifying fetal bones if necessary promotes localized dissolution of maternal bones mobilizing their ca2 plus stores for use by the developing fetus thank you This is Pragati. In today's session, we are going to see about amniotic fluid and its function. Amniotic fluid is a clear, yellowish fluid that surrounds and protects the fetus in the uterus. The functions of amniotic fluid: it allows room for fetal growth, movement, and development. It helps in insertion into GIT, which may lead to growth and maturation. It helps for fetal pulmonary development up to 20 weeks. It protects the fetus from trauma. and it helps to maintain temperature it contains antibacterial activity and at last it aids dilatation of the cervix during labor now we see about clinical importance of amniotic fluid the first one is screening for fetal malformation that is especially serum alpha fetoprotein the second one is assessment of fetal well being that is amniotic fluid index the third one is assessment of fetal lung maturity that is l/s ratio it is nothing but lecithin spigo myelin ratio i spell it lecithin spigo myelin ratio lecithin l e c i t h i n lecithin spigo myelin s p h i n g o m y e l i n The fourth one is diagnosis and follow up of labor and the last one is diagnosis of pre labor rupture of membranes that is nothing but ferning test thank you hey everyone this is pragati in today's session let me see about the morning sickness morning sickness is the nauseated feeling women experience during pregnancy the nausea occurs because the body is experiencing an increase in hormones it can be accompanied by vomiting 
The nausea and vomiting are usually one of the first signs of pregnancy. This usually begins around the 6th week of pregnancy. It will occur around the same time of the day. Usually the nausea and vomiting stops around the 12th week of the pregnancy. Here nausea and vomiting consider as the morning sickness. It is otherwise known as hyperemesis gravidarum. This is referred to as nausea and vomiting that is severe and lasts beyond 4 months of pregnancy. It causes weight loss and upsets fluid and electrolyte balance of the patient. There are two vomiting related to pregnancy. One is simple vomiting and pernicious vomiting it is considered as hyperemesis gravidarum. causes of morning sickness are that is uti hepatitis in medical in surgical appendicitis peptic ulcer and in gynecological twisted ovarian tumor and fibroid in late pregnancy it may due to hiatus ernia or medical surgical gynecological causes as in early pregnancy morning sickness nausea and occasional sickness in the morning Slight vomiting is common in the early pregnancy. It is considered as a symptom of pregnancy, so vomit is small, clear, or bile stain. It does not impair health or restrict activities. It disappears with or without treatment in the 12 to 14th week of pregnancy. Human chorionic gonadotropin and estrogen. It is aggravated by psychogenic factors. The management of the morning sickness: assurance, dry toast or biscuit. Avoid fatty and spicy foods. Drink plenty of water, that is 2.5 liter in 24 hours. Drink fruit juice. The smell of certain food aggravates symptoms and should be avoided. Thank you. This is Pregnancy. Welcome back to DN Medicals. In today's session, I am going to discuss about breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is the feeding of an infant or any child with breast milk directly from the female human breast, that is via lactation, not from the baby bottle or other container. The nipple and areola enlarge and darken during pregnancy. Small bump on the areola called Montgomery's gland. This gland helps to soften the nipple. and prepare the nipple for breastfeeding now let's see the prolactin reflex nerve impulse from sucking go to brain the pituitary gland releases prolactin into the blood this causes the alveolar cells to secrete milk and swells the alveoli now the milk ejection reflex nerve impulses from sucking go to brain the pituitary gland releases oxytocin into the blood stream This causes muscles around the alveoli in the breast to squeeze milk to the nipple. The proteins which contains fats, vitamins, minerals and also carbohydrates. Now let's see the benefits of breastfeeding to mother. This promotes mother and child bonding. It prevents uterine bleeding in the mother after delivery. This is a natural form of family planning. This reduces the risk of breast and ovarian cancer in the mother. This 
saves time and precious expenses need not be used for buying milk powder and health care this provides the best possible nutrition to the young child it reduces the incident of cough and cold ear infections bronchitis pneumonia meningitis and diarrhea through its protective factors it protects the child from colic asthma eczema nose and food allergies it is essential for the optimal physical emotional and mental development of the child breastfeed child are also smarter how long to breastfeed newborns can nurse for 5 to 10 minutes per breast every 2 to 3 hours this comes to about 10 to 12 feedings per day in the beginning there is only colostrum and there is nothing very much of it so be ready to feed often but for short durations one month or more as baby gets older his stomach will get larger he will nurse less frequently but for a long duration at each feeding session for example he may nurse 20 to 40 minutes per breast every 3 to 4 hours by 6 month baby may breastfeed for 20 to 40 minutes per breast 3 to 4 times or 5 times per day signs that the baby is getting enough breast milk he is contented for 1 to 2 hours after a feed he passes clear dilute urine for about 5 to 6 times a day he passes bright yellow watery stools for about 6 to 8 times a day breastfeeding and breast milk supply can be increased by frequent feeds day and night and allowing unlimited breastfeeding to satisfy baby's suckling needs mother to eat and drink sufficient quantities to satisfy baby's suckling or hunger and thirst cultural foods like ginger and rice wine are compatible with breastfeeding thank you